Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is how to soothe ourselves during hectic times. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on GeorginaHudson.net or my Instagram account, GeorginaHudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? How are you today after two weeks off that I took? And I am dedicating this post to all the people who reached out to me to tell me how restless they feel during hectic times and how difficult it is for them to self-soothe. And just in case you don't know, in the Northern Hemisphere, September is the month children restart school and parents return to their work after their summer break because most of them do what I did. I took advantage of my children's summer break to go on holiday with them. The great number of external demands during this time of the year naturally triggers all kinds of strong emotions for kids and adults alike. Children might feel anxious or overwhelmed, not very happy to go back to school. And parents who have been on holiday, who have taken their summer break, might feel a little overwhelmed, not only by seeing their children like that, but also by restarting what they had left. And if you are not in the middle of a transition back to school or work, I want you to think about how you feel when your business levels rise significantly. And here I'm going to pause and breathe in and out for you to think about busy times and how you feel. And be honest with yourself, be very honest with yourself. I must say that unfortunately, neither our academic education nor our homes offered us a roadmap to manage big feelings such as overwhelm, anxiety, sadness about what has ended, like the summer break, and fear of what is yet to come, like returning to school or to work, you know, or if you're not in that transition, you know, changing jobs or more work at your job or exams, you know, or, you know, tasks at your hobby or whatever. Even the most well-intentioned parents or caregivers might have failed to find a way to help us deal with our sometimes challenging inner world. And as a result, we may have felt alone and lost in the face of new cycles or when external stimuli became too challenging to handle. So here I'm pausing again to ask you to remember a time when you were going through exams or when your uh, business levels increased or when you returned to school after your summer break or winter break. So I want you to remember one of those times and I want you to remember what your parents said to you. And I want you to remember what your teachers did to help you. And most likely, 
or at least in my experience, when I became overwhelmed, my parents told me, okay, you know, this is normal, you know, it's just going back to school like every year, or, you know, oh, you know, there are many examples. I also went through times like this when I was a kid and I wasn't crying or feeling overwhelmed like you do. They told me things like that. I am sure this is going to resonate with many of you. And so what I felt is that I was a failure or something was wrong with me or, you know, that I was different from normal, between inverted commas, people. So visualize yourself as a kid and try to answer the following questions. Did someone teach you how to respond to stressful situations? And if the answer is yes, you were very lucky. If the answer is no, don't worry because we have the podcast to help you. And did you know that the lack of tools to deal with childhood stress might be affecting you today as an adult? This is important if you are a parent, because if you are a parent, this is your chance to help them soothe themselves and to validate their feelings. If you are not a parent, but you need to learn how to self-soothe, this is going to be extremely helpful. Transitions from one phase to another, and by this I mean restarting cycles and taking on more responsibility, uh, require energy, conviction, discernment, and action, of course. We need to have a very clear vision of the stage that is about to begin, and for this to materialize and manifest, and to be sustained over time as well, we need to take firm baby steps. Unfortunately, when we don't respect our natural timing and we end up running from here to there madly because we think, oh, oh, oh my God, I have so much to do. I need to run faster than I usually do. What might end up happening is you feeling exhausted or burnt out, even as soon as you start. So it's very important to take baby steps in the direction of that vision and of that new stage that you're starting. And we need to design our actions consciously one day at a time. We need to design our days. We cannot go on an autopilot. We need to wake up from the trance. And remember always that the truth lies in the balance between doing and resting, between taking things seriously and laughing a little about everything. And there is a beautiful wise teaching by Zen Master Thich Nhat Hanh, who died a few months ago, that can help you when you feel overwhelmed. So think of a mother who is in the kitchen and who hears that her baby is crying. What do you think she does? Think about that for a moment. So she's in the kitchen, she's very busy, you know, cooking or doing things, and suddenly she hears the cries. What does she do? She drops everything and runs to comfort her child. Sorry. When the mother hugs her baby, her energy calms him or her down. So my invitation for you is to do the same with ourselves, for you and for me is to drop, you know, all the things that we need to let go of and to learn how to comfort ourselves. So number one, pause, like the mother who heard her baby cry. 
This might sound counterproductive, but when you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, just pause. There is a space of wisdom that is found only when we pause between one activity and the other. And remember that our busy adult selves make us more impulsive, more reactive, and we want to be responsive, not reactive. So think about what you can do to pause, and it doesn't have to be very long. It can be five minutes now and then during the day. You can meditate, you can contemplate, you can pray, you can have faith, you know, and breathe in and out with faith. You can have a cup of tea or coffee by yourself, savoring every sip, and everything will help you to reconnect with yourself. Second, take care of your deepest needs and desires as the mother did with her baby. Personally, I need some time alone every day during busy times. I need my alone time. And what works best for me is mindfulness meditation, to be very honest with you. But you might balance your chores and duties with dancing, exercising or practicing your hobby. You know what you need and do more of what you need, especially in the midst of chaotic times, you know. Take a break, pause, like I said before, and then take care of your deepest needs and tend to those needs. And finally, soothe yourself like the mother's energy did to her baby. And this is really beautiful for me. When I read Thich Nhat Hanh's um, story, I felt so touched by those words. So let's start to treat ourselves with kindness, with patience and with love. We tend to be so harsh and ruthless with ourselves. But when we take our side, our life changes remarkably for the better. Start checking your self-talk. Start being on the lookout for how you treat yourself. In psychology, there's a process called reparenting. This invites us to treat ourselves as the most loving and compassionate father or mother would. And remember that you can always offer yourself the love and the care that you would have liked to receive. And this is not about blaming our parents or caregivers, but about having an understanding of what they could do with the resources they had and being able to start re-raising or repenting ourselves by treating ourselves with the greatest possible kindness. There's another thing from Buddhist philosophy. I'm not a Buddhist, but I like Buddhist philosophy, which is unconditional friendliness towards ourselves. And unconditional friendliness towards ourselves is a healing path we can access by developing a gentle inner voice that can lovingly tend to to our emotional world. So we can do that. We can talk to ourselves with love, with gentle, kind words, and we can learn to respond to our thoughts with discernment and peace of mind too. This process will help us calm down until we find the inner quiet to respond to what happens to us with greater wisdom. 
And the next time you find yourself feeling overwhelmed by everything you have to do, ask yourself, what would the wisest and most loving parent in the world say to me? And what would I say to a friend I love if they were in my situation? When we learn to soothe ourselves, a big space within us begins to open. It's like the chest starts to open. And there we will find the most sensible answers to our most urgent questions. In addition, remember to do your best, let go and trust the process or the universe, whatever you want to call it. And I would like to round off by sharing with you the serenity prayer. It's a prayer that I love and which I say to myself many, many times. So it's, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Grant me the courage to change the things I can. And grant me the wisdom to know the difference between what I can do and cannot change. I hope this article has brought you some peace of mind. If you know someone who might need this, help them by forwarding this message to them and inviting them to subscribe. This is a very simple but great way to hold each other's hands. And we need this more than ever. We also appreciate your recommendation and evaluation on any of the platforms you are listening to us. If you have subscribed via our website, wonderful doeg ahead on Google. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, do it as well, because that makes us more visible and motivates us to offer this free material week after week or as often as we can. In general, it's week after week. I'm sending you a big hug and until next week. <laughs>